Sorry, we have a note from our um, our producer, Mark, here. Uh, this is important. He said he's heard of Golden Globe, but Golden Glove? <laughs> <laughs> it's the reason for the season. It's the reason for the game. Hello and welcome to Reason for the Season. I'm Rudy Behrens. I'm a big time baseball fan. And I am Jenny St. Angelo and I am not. Oh no. No, no. It's a baseball show hosted by, um, I don't know, somebody who is pretty well versed in the game and somebody who's not. What are we doing here? This is um, madness. This is everybody's. It's madness. But it's also everybody's show. It's everybody's baseball show. Whether uh, whether you check the lineup to decide what jersey you're going to wear to the ballpark or... Whether you are checking to see if it's free hot dog night. All right. <laughs> Good reason to go. I don't know whether... Um, let's see. The day after the Super Bowl, you think, baby, it's baseball season. Or... You're on YouTube looking at all those commercials again. Yeah. Oh gosh, what do I do as a baseball fan? Whether um whether you ask for the day off for opening day or you ask for the day off for closing night. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could just say or whether you don't have a clue what opening day is or when it is. Um Jenny, how you doing today? Well, I'm doing okay. How are you, Rudy? I'm doing great. Um, pitchers and catchers have reported for spring training as of the time of this record. Baseball season's coming up. Uh, first off, I just want to say we're here with our ho- our um, producer, Mark Dowling. Mark, say hi. That's me. Hi. Um, thanks for being here with us. Um, so I wanted to kind of establish um, our credentials here to get started. Um, yeah. I'm... A fan, I'm not an expert, I'm not a baseball analyst, but I'd say I know more than the average fan, uh, primarily a San Francisco Giants fan, but I know kind of know a lot about a lot of teams. I say that like I'm proud, but honestly, it's a little embarrassing. Um, Is it a Jenny, problem? Um, no, I'm good. No, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm totally fine. That's okay, a great question. Just um, a problem, I don't have a problem. Um, so I just want to kind of establish your baseline of knowledge or lack mm-hmm. thereof for better or for worse for the listener. So, um, Jenny, I want to ask you some questions. We're going to call it like a baseball aptitude test. Great. Cause why bat. not? I couldn't think of anything better. A bat. Whoa. All right. Wow. And you knew that was a piece of equipment. That wasn't just you. You just love an acronym. Uh, well, one, I do love an acronym, but I do know mm. that bats are used in baseball. I, if that's on the test, I've, I'm going to pass because I do know bats are involved. Excellent. Cool. All right. You're already almost kind of qualified to talk about baseball on a podcast. All right, Jenny, you ready? I'm going to ask you some questions. I am ready. Okay. What is the pitching stat ERA? What does it calculate? Errors. Okay, so (laughs) what if I told you ERA stands for earned runs allowed? Well, I would believe you because you're supposed to know these things. Mm. I don't want to nitpick, but it's actually earned run average. Is it? Yeah. Did you look it up? I did to make sure. Son of a bitch. Oh, well. Like I said, not an analyst. I just, you know, know more than the average fan. It's really average, huh? Okay. Uh, well, you allow runs earned. Look at me. Looking like I'm the Jenny and you're the Rudy. Do you want uh, to start the question over? No, I don't. I'm I'm happy with how this is going. Jenny, <laughs> name five current 
Major League Baseball players? I absolutely cannot do that. Name one current Major League <laughs> Baseball player. <laughs> I cannot do that. First name, Aaron. Rogers. Nope. That's football, that's, baby. That's football. Uh, Okay, how about this? Last name, Trout. Oh, Mike? Hey, there you go. Okay. Mike Trout. That's all right. You've named one person when I gave <laughs> I you the it. harder part of the name. Was it supposed to be five that she had to name? Five. Yeah, that was that was the <laughs> that was the baseline I set. Okay, uh, Jenny, how many players are in a lineup in a batting lineup? Nine. Hey, that's Is it honestly nine? yeah, it's nine. Yes. Okay, so you understand more fundamental things than current things. Good to know. Um, like a single baseball player. Um, I was going to ask you what makes Shohei Otani different than the average baseball player, but I think <laughs> we might just skip that one. <laughs> Jenny, who is the current home? Wait, you don't know, right? I genuinely don't know. Okay. Uh, he is a pitcher and a hitter, and he's very good at both. No one does okay. that. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to be answering these or not. But I'm sure I just I'm, I want to learn. That's why okay, we're here. So maybe we'll go over we'll we'll go over answers later. Um who's the current home run record holder for a single season and for all time career home runs? Is it Barry Bonds? It is. It's Barry <gasps> Bonds. Uh Jenny, what is the warning track? What? On the baseball field, on the diamond field, park, whatever you want to say, what is the warning track? I don't know. I've never heard that phrase before. That's okay. All right. Um, let's see. Those were the ones I had thought of. Okay. We're going to do a quick, like, lightning round. I'm going to okay. name a city or state, depending on what the team goes by in their name. I'm going to give you the location. You give me the team name, okay? Okay. You ready? I'm ready. The New York? Yankees. Good. The New York? Mets. The San Francisco? Giants. I'm wearing the hat right now. Yeah, I almost said 49ers. Uh, the Minnesota? Timberwolves. Mm. <laughs> That's basketball. That's basketball. The Minnesota uh, Twins? Yes. Hey, good. Okay. Uh, okay. The Miami Dolphins. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Miami, the, the, no, not the Buccaneers. The, mm. uh, it's lightning round. It. So, uh, Marlins, yeah. um, the Colorado Marlins. Rockies. Yes. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Whoa. All right. The Milwaukee Brewers. Whoa. Hey, here we go. Okay, the Texas Rangers. Yes, and the Houston Astros. Wow. Okay, so you know your teams. Let's see if uh, let's see what we got. The Philadelphia. The Phillies. Yeah. Okay. What about the is Pittsburgh? that their name? Is the Phillies? Yeah, they're the Phillies. Okay. I know it seems too. It's too, too easy. much of one name and two names. Yeah. You said Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has a team? They do, yeah. I don't know it. Mm. The Pirates. The Seattle? Mariners? Yeah. Oh, wow. You're doing great. You're like... Uh, nailing it. I don't know. 18 What's my stat? Or... What's my stat? I, I don't know. I'm not keeping track. This is just okay. kind of... We're just vibing on, we're vibing on what you hard. know here um golly now i feel like i i need to stump you i i you know i expected less of you i'm gonna be honest well never underestimate well okay the los angeles oh dodgers okay the los angeles blank of anaheim oh that's angels that's angels but that's i know that right. because of angels in the outfield of course that was a stupid question um no it wasn't it was everyone a really knows question. yeah and obviously, you know the Minnesota Twins from Little Big League. 
my favorite childhood movie. Um, wow, you know your teams. Gosh, is there a Mark? Do you can you think of a? I mean, what's obscure about a baseball team? But there's the Baltimore Orioles. Yep. Which I know because of our dear friend Branson Reese. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my knowledge of these teams is based entirely on like sound of like mm-hmm. I've heard Seattle Mariners said, and it just sticks in my brain. But like, I couldn't tell you what color their uniforms are. Do you know what I mean? Do you know? Do you know right. Oakland? Oakland A's. And that stands for athletics it yeah there you go does it really guys yeah. you also rudy i have to tell you mm-hmm. i test incredibly well oh my, my knowledge you didn't tell me that ahead of time i didn't tell you ahead of time i didn't think i do this well but i do test well mm. i was I, the same I way good, i have a good retention for things but i still don't know what the warning zone is right the warning track so, uh, See. quick, the warning track is if you can picture the outfield, and then there's an outfield wall. Before the wall, the grass ends, and there is a section of dirt that goes around the edge of the wall. Really? And that is the warning track. That is so the outfielder, when they're running towards the outfield wall to make a catch or a play, so they don't hit they, the wall. Exactly, or they are aware of the that the wall is coming. It's called the warning track. I think that's um, really thoughtful. Yeah, there have been a lot of developments in baseball over the years that have just been, you know, kind of nice little ways to make people not get hurt as bad. I love that. And I think that's sweet. Because they didn't have to do that. They could have just had guys getting hurt all the time. Because weren't those blooper reels where guys were running into the walls? Those were huge in the 90s. Yeah, people getting hurt was a big thing in the 90s. I mean, it's probably (laughs) always been, but I feel like... Jenny calls those bloopers. Bloopers, yeah. (laughs) People getting horribly injured. <laughs> Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> uh, let's see. So, um, Jenny, I'd say you did pretty well. I think um, I think you've established that you don't know a lot about the current state of the game, but you have a general understanding and awareness of baseball. Well, and that's the thing that I feel like a, a full disclaimer is required, which is that mm-hmm. my 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 dear father is a big baseball fan and took me to baseball games growing up and he watches a lot of baseball. And so like there is a, you know, a daughter who loves her dad and mm-hmm. so pays attention. And, and is trying to get his love, earn his love back by doing a podcast about baseball. I've never lost his love. I've never okay. lost it, but okay. I do think that this might. It's trying to add have me. No, I understand. I, I think, I think he could love me even more if, he knew I was doing a baseball podcast. Yeah. There's, There's always, always room, room for more for growth. That's yeah. right. There's I love always that. Room. So I'm not, it's not that I'm like baseball, what's that? But in terms of like the politics of it, in terms of who's good and who's bad, mm-hmm. in terms of like anything that has to do with like what's happening in baseball as like a cultural moment, I I simply don't know at all. Okay. You're out of the loop. I'm out of the loop. I understand the concept of baseball and I understand some of the rules of baseball, but I don't know nothing else. Gotcha. Very good. Um, okay. Well, we've established, um, where you're at. Do you have any questions for me? Um, yeah, I do. Um, any way I can prove how smart I am about this, you know, the thinking man's game as they like to call it. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about baseball to like have any gotcha questions for you. Right. Um, but I do, I do, I do. We, uh, Mark and I were talking and we we're a little concerned about your obsession with baseball. And so we were wondering, like, do you think it's something that you'd be willing to get help on to not be obsessed with baseball? To not, like, to not be obsessed or yeah. to get help to kind of, um, I don't know learn more about it, get more involved. No, that's that. Okay. So it sounds like you're not really willing to, um, stop investing a lot of your life into major league baseball. It's not a lot. It's just a chunk of time every day. Okay. Every day. It's like doing chores or something. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Every day. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't understand do you, what's happening. Do you know here. when like do you well uh, this is a little bit of like a baseball intervention. Um. <laughs> um. Okay, I don't I'm need gonna... it, but go ahead and do your little thing. Okay. Well, we care about you and we love you, and that's really important for you to know. Um. I know but that. do you? Do you know what the last day was that you didn't watch or think about baseball? Absolutely not. Next question. You really don't know? When I didn't watch or think about? I mean, I didn't watch baseball today, but I listened to two podcasts about it today. So You like, listened to two podcasts? Yeah, they were short and I only listened to half of one. So I'm I'm cool. I was... So I was doing chores. Was doing... <laughs> Wait, yeah. We were doing we were doing an intervention bit, and now I'm actually concerned. What what are you listening? What's happening in these podcasts that you're listening to? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> They're Incredible. so boring. But it's um, you know, it's which is like why background. we're coming in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see what you're saying. But I'm good. Also, what kind of question? Was that, that was an intervention question. Like, now I'm genuinely did concerned. You, like, you googled. I googled questions, questions to ask during an intervention. Okay. Um, All right, fine. Next one. Okay, the next question is, do you know how much money I've loaned you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. There is a chance that you've loaned me money at some point. There's no way. If, maybe. I don't know. I probably borrowed a buck for the vending machine or something here and oh, there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't but unrelated that to loan. Yeah. Right. Related to baseball, no, and in general, no, I don't owe you any money. No, so I don't think this do isn't either. working and this is I'm fine. So what's the next question? The next question is, do you know how much I love you and why I want you to get help? <laughs> yes and no. No. I, I do love you so I, much. I think I know that and I appreciate that. And I didn't know that I needed help and I still am not convinced. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. That's mm -hmm. the end of the like rote questions. Okay. But what I'm going to, what I'm going to say to you is that learning here now today that you listened to two baseball podcasts in this, there's no baseball happening right now. Correct? No. Can I also just put a cherry on top of that? Because I don't know if this is more or less concerning, but yesterday I literally watched almost an entire baseball game that happened last year. I have Why? a good reason. I have a good Why? reason. What's the reason? My two-year-old son wanted to watch a ball game. And if he don't, if he wants to watch a ball game more than he wants to watch the piglet movie, I'm going <laughs> to oblige. <laughs> now I picked a game that, I knew had a lot of um, runs scored and some home runs. And I remembered almost all of them as they were happening. Um, you know, I was flipping through games on the MLB app and uh, he said, I want giants and Rockies. And when a two-year-old says, I want giants and Rockies, he's going to watch the giants and Rockies. And I paid That's attention to almost every pitch. I was I was enwrapped by this game that I watched happen and was well aware was over and done. Wow. So I just kind of dug myself a bit of a hole there, but I used my kid as an excuse, which is good. A hundred percent valid. Yes. Mark. Yeah. Do you have anything to say for yourself? For myself? I don't, I'm not uh, as bad as he is. Uh, I've watched clips of like home runs and catches and stuff like that. Um, but I, <laughs> bloopers. exactly. Sometimes in a blooper, someone gets hurt. Sometimes they hit a big old home run. That's bloopers. That's yeah. Bloopers, I, um, I don't have as big of a problem as Rudy does. Again, don't have a problem. I got it under control. I'm good. I've never listened <laughs> to a baseball podcast. You should try it sometime. Actually, I can't recommend it. I really can't. Except this one. This this is the baseball this is the baseball podcast for people who cannot imagine listening to a baseball podcast and the people who must listen to baseball podcasts. That's the tagline. I think it's safe to say, Jenny, you do not have a team that you are a true fan of. Maybe you have a childhood affiliation or family affiliation, but you 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 are not a part of a fan base, correct? I would say I am not. 
Okay, good. Well, what we're going to be doing this season is bringing on guests to try to recruit you into their fan base as I try to recruit you into just baseball fandom in general. Uh, we're going to be starting off with our interview coming up next with Brady O'Callaghan. He is an incredible improviser, writer, all-around good guy, and he's a fan of the Cleveland Guardians. And coming up next, we're going to talk to him about his team and maybe Jenny's future team as well. I'm open to it. Thanks for having me, Rudy, Jenny. It's an enormous pleasure, an enormous honor. Um, yeah, like you said, diehard Cleveland Guardians fan. Uh, every year is our year. Why is 2023 our year? It has to be. <laughs> it, it, and is that the same reason as last year? It is the same, uh, but with slightly more nuance in that the World Series drought has uh, increased by one more year. And so you have a drought, you have a world series drought in Cleveland. I'm so happy you asked Jenny. Um, yes, we have the now longest world series drought, uh, of any professional baseball team. Um, it was, uh, 2016. We, uh, were in the world series with the Chicago Cubs who, to be fair, had a longer world series drought. Um, but I, uh, maybe took it more personally because at, at that point, Cleveland had a longer championship drought than Chicago. Chicago, of course, knew the glory days of the 90s Bulls. Cleveland didn't really have anything since their last World Series victory in 1948. Whoa, okay. We're yeah. talking like a, like a very long time. Can I ask this a is... question? Go ahead, please. Uh, is, are, is this fandom... Um, familial like is your dad is your grandfather like does this go back pretty far this cleveland yeah my uh my my family is from cleveland my grandpa is a guardians fan my dad is a guardians fan my dad actually grew up uh mostly in chicago um but has spent his life since college and post-college mostly in Cleveland. Um, and so I think he probably got the fandom from his dad. I definitely got it, uh, from my dad. My mom is from Cleveland. She's a fan. Um, so yeah, it's definitely familiar. <clears throat> I grew up watching, uh, Cleveland baseball. Uh, so. And they were always called, called the guardians. No. Hey, that's a great question. Rudy. <laughs> <clears throat> oh boy. Um, well, this for, is a gotcha show. It's a gotcha. No, but I remember to okay, Brady's credit. Here's a gotcha for a while. They were called the Naps. How about you want to talk about the Naps? We'll talk about the Cleveland Naps. <laughs> it's not what I was thinking of, but I didn't okay. know that. Um, but no, to your credit, you would call them the Cleveland baseball team for years when they were the Cleveland Indians, which is a disgrace of a name. Yes. But uh, I, I was it. huge for carrying that flag that they should change the name that, you know. It was an embarrassment and just long overdue. And to their credit, they changed it. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, had their first season as the Cleveland Guardians last season, 2022, and it went pretty good. So I think we made the right choice. I think you can give some credit to the name change to the, um, the postseason appearance, for sure. Have to. Have to. Absolutely. You know, it's it's pure karma, if you believe in that, uh, Jenny. And that is something I can use to sway <laughs> you over to our side. That going I'll, from a racist caricature to not a racist caricature is good karma? or <laughs> I, think, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's at least a step in the right direction, you know? That's great. We love steps. Step yeah. Great. Acknowledging a mistake. And yeah. um, changing it. And I also, I love the new team name. I, you know, obviously it was a very heated um, debate amongst Cleveland baseball fans. Um, most what people, was the debate? <clears throat> uh, that they shouldn't change it. It's a part of history. It's always been like this. You know, people are being snowflakes, etc. 
and actually the name Indians honors um, <laughs> Native people and that there's like a lot of <clears throat> indigenous Americans who didn't care, who also thought it was stupid. You know, it's the whole, you know, I, my best friend is black uh, sort of argument. Mm-hmm. Um, so were you on that side or were you a cuck? <laughs> no, no, yeah. I, I was fully, I was fully cucked in the situation. Um, I see, I see. But we forgot to tell you, this is an alt-right gotcha baseball program. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, I somehow sh- knew I should have asked that question. Um, you know, you most podcasts these you days. You have to bet. Yeah, we're actually bet. streaming on the Daily Wire's um, podcast network. Oh, good. Fantastic. I wish I could say it's my first time accidentally winding up on the Daily Wire. Um, and it, it is. So. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, but the, the Guardian's... I think is an incredible name. It's tied to the <clears throat> identity of the city named after uh, the guardians of traffic, which are these beautiful art deco statues that grace are the hope Memorial bridge in Cleveland, right outside the stadium. It's like the landmark, the signifier of Cleveland are these statues made in the 1930s, uh, by these, you know, Italian American immigrants um, depicting these like guardians uh, holding various methods of traffic, showing like a progression from horse and carriage up till like 1930s uh, truck, kind of hearkening to like the working class roots of the city. And I love that. I think it's really, really great. Also, Art Deco baseball team, that rules, right? I have to say that pitch right there so far the strongest i've heard cool so far Mm -hmm. it's an american thing that got you right i I look i'm a san angelo what can i say hey what can you say what can you say we got a great little italy you know free game there with some antipasta go go watch the game you know (laughs) what's with the what's with with these are good these are good accents it's pretty good accents it's a pretty good it's a pretty good. No one in my family sound like this. But, uh, it's a pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Okay. So, all right. So, moving past. So, you were raised to be a fan of this baseball team. And yes. you continue to be a fan of this baseball team. And what I'm, what I am curious about is, uh, would you ever be, a fan of a different baseball team like how loyal are you to this team do you ever cheer for another team i do yeah i'm generally in favor of baseball i okay. love baseball as a whole there's very few teams that i actively dislike um mm. but who are they yeah name the, names. New, the new york yankees yeah mm. they're the bad guys um okay. and also now the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Because they broke their drought before you did? Well, yeah, they beat us to beat uh, break their drought. Oh, but also right. in breaking their drought, they continued your drought. drought. Yes. Um, but they they were the bad guys in that series too, so I you know, I'll find any reason to have a grudge against uh the team who beat me. Um, but I'm a New York Mets fan as well. Oh. Um yeah, I don't know. I just, I like baseball in general. So I root for other teams um, all the time, but I'll never not be a Cleveland Guardians fan. It's just yeah. like, <clears throat> it's how I fell in love with baseball. Um, there was definitely a period in like late high school and throughout college and like a little bit after where I, I just didn't pay attention to baseball at all. But if you had to ask me who my team was, it was always going to be Cleveland. I started really getting back into it around like 2015. Um, so, yeah, pretty good timing. Pretty good. And are they I, good? Um, they are good now, but you wouldn't ex- expect them to be necessarily. Um, first of all, our division is not good. The American League Central... The other teams that we primarily compete with are not 
great. And so us being the best of them uh, in most people's eyes is not like a huge accomplishment um, because like the Yankees are so much better. The Astros are so much better. Uh, the Blue Jays are so much better. You know, like all of these teams are so, so great. The Blue Jays? Yeah, the Toronto yeah. Blue Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays. I was going, I don't know. I don't know where the Blue Jays are. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, they're in the uh, American League East, which I think like the best team in the American League Central would probably be like the third best team in the AL East. The Guardians okay, division is basically on. all underdogs. Okay. It's like five underdogs. We have okay, to time out. out. We have to time out really quick. Um, okay. We need to talk just logistically about the the formal structure of baseball of MLB. Okay. I understand. I understand there to be two factions. One has mm-hmm. a designated yes. hitter, and one does not. Not anymore. Okay. I think this well, might be a I don't segment. Even know that. <laughs> this might be a segment that we cover. Uh, Maybe even leading into this, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, for sure. Um, But I do think it's important to talk about the divisions, and I do think that that's part of the Cleveland identity is that we are kind of like underdogs or people don't think super highly of us, Um, although we are like a really great team. Um, I think we're like one of five teams – who have won like so many games, like 800 games uh, were like in the past, I don't know, however many years. And it's like us, the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Cardinals, and the so Astros. Like in good, like good baseball company. We're consistently good. So we're consistently competitive. Uh, we, we don't have the uh, star power of these mm. other teams who spend lots of money. Cleveland notoriously does not spend a lot of money. We have one of the smallest um, payrolls in all of baseball, and it's just our owners. They won't fork over the dough. For no, but they're <laughs> they're probably hardworking, like working the mine or something, right? Well, close. They're billionaires. Oh, right. Yeah, they're data mining. Um, are they crypto? We got crypto boys? They probably are. No, they're oh they're actually uh, like uh, hometown like lawyers. Uh, they're from Cleveland. Um, they, they represent the miners. <laughs> but it's but not they're... me going to bat. I'm not going to bat for my yeah. owners at all. I wish they would spend a bunch of money because it's the right thing to do. Um, they're essentially a team that overperforms how little they spend and then they can go like wow look what we did without spending that much oh. isn't that great and but if they had just spent more they could have done better and yeah. that's why they should spend more they look like geniuses all the time because they were consistently competitive but they spent virtually no money those yeah spend money every so often we just renewed our star player jose ramirez for a seven or eight year deal for like 140 180 million dollars which is a lot of money looks like chump change compared to what he could have gotten anywhere else he definitely gives a a hometown Mm -hmm. discount yeah oh the deals that were signed this past year are crazy can you give Uh, me like what's like the top what what's like a top star in baseball making uh, well, Aaron Judge just signed for four hundred million for <gasps> ten years, nine years, something like that. Um, yeah, a lot. There, people are signing contracts long past their probably viability as players um, for money, and you know what? They deserve it. But uh, New York, New York will spend that money. Cleveland never will. And I, you know, I'm sure. Jose could have gotten a bunch of money elsewhere, but I part of me likes to think that he really likes playing in Cleveland. Uh, otherwise, why would he have taken this deal? Right. Um, it was like incredibly generous of him to do that for us. Um, and I don't think he should have had to because he should get paid everything he's worth, but pretty amazing. 
But I will, I will say as like a as a non baseball person trying to like find my way my find my way in. This reminds me very much of Dirk Nowitzki. So I'm the ba- I'm basketball, and yeah. Dirk Dirk stayed loyal to one team his whole career. We're not going to talk about Dirk too much because it'd be a whole different podcast. But right. this this the, I, I, this resonates with me very deeply to have like the guy who stays who's like great with the team and could go make a bunch of other money, but stays because he wants to win it with this group. Yeah. I think that that's, that's my reading of it. it. Even still, I also think that he is undervalued in the eyes of most people. You know, people will say like, oh, he's maybe like a top 10 baseball player when really he's probably like top five, if not top three, you know? He's just that good. He's amazing. If he was playing on the Mets, he would be ranked higher for sure, right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. So is there is there like status, like like the status of your team, sort of like there's cultural cachet that goes into whether you're deemed a good player or not? I think probably a little bit. I wonder if Aaron Judge was on another team, if he would be ranked in the top three players. I mean, he had like an absolutely insane breakout season. Um, and it, he is pretty consistently good, but he's also pretty consistently injured. He managed to stay healthy this year. Jose he Ramirez plays in a has, tough division. So people get yeah. dinged for being like, well, he did it, but he did it in the uh, American league central. So does that really show how good he is? But, but he's also amazing and watching him is he's one of the most fun. In fact, the Cleveland guardians are one of the most fun teams to watch. Like they rank high in vibes. I think. oh yeah. What do you talk look about, for, Rudy? Look, yeah. talk about the vibes, Brady. Talk that's, about what the vibes. I, that's what we want. The vibes are good. Okay, here's my pitch on the Cleveland Guardians as a whole. The ultimate underdogs. Um, they are the youngest roster in the MLB. Um, collectively, they just don't have a whole lot of veteran talent. And part of that is because they have to be that way um, to stay competitive because they're not going to pay for the talent. So they get a bunch of young players and they coach them up. They're very good at um, developing pitching talent. Um, They are small ball players. Um, People complain about baseball saying like, oh, it's very slow. And that can be true. It's either like, feast or famine you know it's like home runs or strikeouts and it's just those things are fun to watch but not necessarily for everybody because there's not a whole lot of action in between cleveland is not like either of those things uh offensively they had the lowest strikeout rate of any team in baseball they also had the lowest hard hit rate meaning they didn't hit a lot of home runs so Um, they're hitting like first base second base so like we're seeing some runs we're seeing some catches yep those they're, are technical those are the techniques. you're seeing people I, on I, base that's exciting a lot more stealing uh, they, do they steal they had, bases i maybe the highest or they were one of the highest uh uh steal rate teams uh last Jenny's year perking up yep. she loves a steal I apparently love a good thief. to know love a thief yeah they're they're a lot of fun to watch offensively and also defensively uh our pitching is really good like i said notoriously like in the baseball world uh, cleveland is very good at developing pitchers um that it's how we have remained competitive honestly while not having like strong offensive players uh because our starting pitching rotation is great and our bullpen is great um we always factor that in so we get some really electric performances uh, from pitchers and, uh, our fielding this past year was outrageous. Um, we had a lot of young players deliver like career impressive, uh, defensive performances. We had four golden glove recipients, which what is that? The golden glove is, uh, an award that is given to the best defensive performance per position per American league or national league. So the best third baseman um, receives the golden glove at third base. The best shortstop receives golden glove. 
Uh, Cleveland won left field, center field, second base, and uh, pitcher in Golden Glove for the American League last year. Four guys. Wow, that's good. But they didn't. But they didn't win the whole thing. No, no we didn't win the whole thing. So, Brady, I want you to tell me about a few players that I really love. Uh, I want to know about Stephen Kwan, Josh Naylor, and our boy Oscar. Yes. Hell yes. Okay. I'm going to start with uh, Stephen Kwan. Um, Stephen Kwan was kind of just this almost like unheard of uh, talent um, in his rookie year last year for us. Um, But kind of like right out the gate, made a big impression as being like the representative of that small ball player. <clears throat> he went, I think, 116 pitches um, starting his professional, like major league career uh, without swinging and missing, which is crazy. Seems Wait, impossible. hold on. Wait, explain <clears throat> You're saying that he got up to bat 116 times, and every time he swung the bat, he hit the ball? Yeah. He saw that many pitches, so he either didn't swing, usually at a ball outside the zone, or if he did swing, he made contact. It it could have gone foul, but he didn't let anything past him when he tried to hit the ball. It could have been an out. He could have ground out, but he didn't swing and miss. He's like a contact. He makes contact contact when he swings. Essentially, you can see it as he's just never fooled. They can try to pitch to him a hundred ways. He just, he'll be able to deal with it. Okay. That's amazing. Okay. I'm, I have to tell you, I'm so in on this team right now. Yeah. Hell All yeah. right. Well, that concludes the podcast. <laughs> yeah, the Jenny's found a team. She's a big baseball fan now. Yeah. I have but wait, there's I have, more. I, there, yeah. Yeah. I want to hear more. I want to know about Oscar, but we there's someone in between that you're talking about. Yes, for sure. Well, real quick, I just want to mention Stephen Kwan, one of those Golden Glove players. Um, and he personally represents small ball. He's like, I'm Asian-American. I'm undersized. He's a little guy. And he says, like, I'm not going to hit a home run. I just need to use my other talents and work really hard. I love that. Great attitude. We love him in the, the clubhouse. Josh Naylor. Um, Josh Naylor is a, he's a big baseball boy. Um, we love him. One of my favorite character archetypes, um, in baseball players is, uh, big beefy guys who probably play first base and hit the ball hard. Uh, Josh Naylor is our hardest hitter. He doesn't have the most home runs, uh, but when he hits the ball, he hits it hardest. Um, he can be a little streaky, um, but when he's hot, he's really hot. He became, he's also, uh, my girlfriend, Kristen, um, is a little bit afraid of him because he has some crazy eyes and gets very intense. He's intense. Uh, He's a passionate boy. Very passionate. When he hits a home run, uh, he goes crazy. He screams at himself at nothing um, in the dugout. He's just the most fired up person in the world. He seems like a genu- genuinely sweet guy outside of like those moments, but he gets so uh, fired up. We'll have to show you the clip of somebody, a fan yelling at him about his dad bod and then him hitting like multiple home runs and just losing his mind on the field. Like, oh my God. Just the most fired up screaming. It looks borderline psychotic. And it's, I have to see that. It's yeah. a delight. That yeah, it's really fun. He got into a little bit of um not like controversy at all, really, but he hit a home run and he would do this thing where he would just rock a little baby uh <laughs> as he as he rounded second base. Um as a kind of just like essentially like a uh like him talking to his teammates like a little who, who's your daddy, like um like that's that's my baby sort of thing. Yeah, you can hear him mouthing, that's my fucking little baby. <laughs> yeah. It was so confusing. Yeah. But really fun. I, I wasn't sure if he was talking about the home run or the pitcher. There's definitely more generous interpretations to it. 
Um, that is not how it was received by anybody. And so that became like a rallying call that other teams took against us. The Yankees primarily uh, would mock us with the baby anytime that they did well, which whatever. They're the Yankees. They're the big bullies. Um, they're, they're allowed to do that. They have every right to. But the fact that we were even able to compete, it's a David Goliath situation. Let him have it. Lastly, Oscar Gonzalez. He's another young uh, rookie. We love this kid. Um, he His walk-up music is the SpongeBob SquarePants theme song. Okay, I'm so in. Mm -hmm. It has been all year. He just grew up loving SpongeBob SquarePants. It feels so out of place in baseball, but he loves it. Everybody loves it. <laughs> Everybody loves it. Uh, and towards the end of the season he became like our offensive generator he came out so clutch with a number of walk-offs um and it's so so funny to hear the spongebob squarepants theme music come up in this super crucial moment in baseball it's supposed to be like this movie magical tense situation and have him like pull through you know it's it's great Baseball at its heart is a kid's game. I love hearing the kids' music leading up to it. That's Yeah, fun. that home run he hit in the postseason last year was like one of the biggest home runs of the year because it was like an 18-inning game or 13 or whatever. It was a crazy amount of innings. Yeah. And uh, the SpongeBob SquarePants theme song plays. He hits a home run. The game is over. There's mm -hmm. a guy, a, probably like teenager, in a SpongeBob costume going nuts. And Cleveland advances to the next game. Wow. It was just really incredible. Yeah, it was a really, really beautiful moment. There was a, a tweet from a baseball player talking specifically about the walk-up music saying, I love it. I think it's so funny. Can you imagine a situation where it's like extra innings, two outs, uh, like one man on and Oscar Gonzalez comes up to the plate in this super clutch situation. And you hear the SpongeBob SquarePants song and that literally happens. <laughs> it, it happens. And it was, yeah, the stuff of dreams, truly wow. beautiful. So if I had to sum them up, having never, I don't think I've ever seen them play. Um, it sounds like they're scrappy. They're, they're, they have fun with it. They know who they are and who they're not trying to be. And they make the best of what they have and try and win it all under like some hard circumstances. I think that's pretty much exactly right. Dang, you get it. Yeah. That's that's a that's a team I could absolutely cheer for. Well, as we are recording this in the off season, yes. um, we'll have to check back. We'll get Jenny a chance to watch the Cleveland Guardians yes. once the season starts. It sounds like she of all the teams we've talked about, this is her number one. This is my number and one. And this is the only one we've talked about yet. That's it. And But uh, it's going to be hard to beat. Who? Who's? I mean, I don't even know who's next, but. Well, neither do I. <laughs> I'm sorry they won't get the chance. Jenny, send me your address. I got a hat on the way. Oh my god! Oh, there's merch. I can't. I don't know. We're gonna have to like set up the guidelines for like what kind of bribing is ethical and what's not. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's all on the table. I think. Look, if I'm getting hats out of this, maybe I'm in. <laughs> I just love talking to people I love, but if I get hats out of it too, that's a nice that bonus nice. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brady. If Jenny becomes a true fan, whose jersey is she buying? Ooh. It's got to be Stephen Kwan, right? I think so. Okay. He's the scrappiest of the scrappy. Or, you know what? Screw it. Go go for Jose Ramirez. He's your Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. He's your guy. He's so fun. He's so fun. He's so funny. You got to look up the way that he struts, the way he walks around. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah, he's got swagger. Get, can we get some like links in the in the in the uh in the episode, like episode links of like some of these videos you're talking about. Hey, Mark, can we get some uh, links in the show notes? I know you. Show uh, notes. Thank you. Yep. Not See show notes for details. Uh, Mark says, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you, Mark. Um, thanks so much, Mark. I, if you're going to do that, uh, I want you to include 
two two things. Um, uh, number one, Jose Ramirez walking uh, up for his introduction um, at the home run derby this past year and watching the other players uh, laugh at the way that he walks and struts up um, because it's very cute. It's very sweet. Um, and number two, the 2016 World Series, uh, Rajai Davis hitting the three-run home run in the eighth inning to tie it up um, in game seven of the World Series. Swung on, lined to deep left field. It is gone! It was the greatest sports moment that I witnessed in my entire life. And that game was both the best night and worst night of my life. Um, because I remember we that game lost. and that home run very well. I More than I remember any moment from any sporting event that wasn't a San Francisco Giants game. Yeah. I remember that so oh, wait, well. I have watched your team because I watched that game. I watched that game. It was a crazy game. game. That was yeah. a crazy game. I was in a French wine bar and... I knew, and I knew that the you know I didn't show go there because the Cubs were playing. I happened to be there, and then the Cubs were playing. My family's from Chicago, and we might have my aunt Tina on. She's the big Cubs girl, but I was like, oh, for family reasons, I should watch this. But I, 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 I don't remember a single thing from it. I didn't, I didn't clock your team. I didn't clock my new team. Well, they yep. had a different uh, they had a different name back then. It was the Naps, That's, you said. The Naps. Well, not at that point. Not at oh. that point. Oh, yeah, they were the Cleveland baseball team. Yeah, pretty close, pretty as close. the true fans called them. All right, Brady. I think you've convinced Jenny. Uh, as long as there's not another episode coming out, or someone else has any sort of like emotional tie to a team, as long as no one else cares about their team the way you care about yours, I think I'm set. <laughs> I think it's a shoe in. We'll see shoe-in. you in Cleveland for the World Series. <gasps> Sounds Cleveland great. Guardians beating. Wait, if they go to the, the World Los Series, Angeles Dodgers, would you buy tickets? Would you go? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't miss it. Absolutely couldn't miss it. That's so exciting. Yeah. I have. I'd have to. I feel like it's your year. It's your year. It has to be. (laughs) It's your year. And Brady, that's the reason for the season, baby. Amen. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Thanks again to our guest, Brady O'Callaghan. Check him out at Brady O'Callaghan on social media. Also, check out a show sometime. It's a monthly mixtape newsletter curates excellent music for you uh, www.ashowsometime.com and as always thanks to our wonderful producer Mark Dowling for making this thing go thanks to Angela Golden Henry for our excellent graphics and Cooper Kenward for our incredible theme song go listen to his music now and of course thank you for listening now for me and my co-host Jenny San Angelo we are out of